Uh, welcome to our Advent Christmas edition of Crosstalk, where God's word of faith, hope, and love fills us so that we can worship Christ, the newborn King. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is our final uh, final Crosstalk for the Advent Christmas season. Uh, today is our Friday conversation, and I'm here with friends today, uh, Jeremy Ashley, Emily Wright, and Blake Wright. Good morning, folks. Hey. Good morning. morning. Uh, so if you have, first of all, if you have been listening to our Crosstalk devotions over the last four or five weeks, um, hey, we want to hear from you. If there's, uh, if there's any way we can make these better, or if you want to give us any feedback, uh, you can really uh, email, call uh, any of us on staff. Uh, the next uh, the next go round will happen uh, when Lent begins in about six weeks from now, so uh, we won't have too long of a hiatus. But um, anyway, group, we are. Uh, you know, it's this where we are on. Uh, it's actually uh, New Year's Day, so new, uh, Happy New Year, everybody! Yes, thanks. Uh, and uh, just a, li- a little, little secret here: we're not actually here today. <laughs> we have we have pre-recorded because we're all sleeping in on New Year's Day. But uh, nonetheless, we in the Christ- in the in the church year in the church calendar, we're actually still in Christmas. Uh, we go to uh, to the day of Epiphany, the the celebration of the wise men. If you're in church this upcoming weekend, you're going to hear a little bit about that. Uh, so I guess my question for the group, uh, just as a starting point, is this: since we're still in Christmas, and actually I think uh, Jeremy, I think your devotion on Wednesday was a little bit related to this. But uh, so how how does the message and the meaning, uh, the joy of Christmas, how does that stay with you? Uh, as you move into the new year, is that is there something, is there some type of habits you have or practices that you have or um, any any thoughts? Uh, so I'm going to pick on you first, Jeremy, since you kind of spoke to it earlier in the week with your devotion. Yeah, um, yeah definitely the devotion about the kind of the Christmas crash. I think that's a, a kind of a real thing, and so um, uh, I think for me, you know, uh, realizing what what Christmas is. Uh, really about right that it's about Jesus, and so uh, you know you go into Epiphany, that's about Jesus. You go into Lent, and that's about Jesus. And so, uh, really, all all of these things that we're celebrating are about Jesus. So, really, Christmas is kind of something that you, I don't know, for me, like you, you're really kind of celebrating daily, right? This the birth of Jesus because uh, what he uh, grows up to do. And so, for me, I don't know. I I feel like in in some ways I reflect on Christmas a little bit. Um, regularly, because that's kind of where it, where it starts, and because it's um, while culturally we see it almost as an end, right? The crash uh, from a faith perspective, it's a beginning point, isn't it? Right. It's, right. Everything's just getting started, just getting rolling. Yeah. Uh, Blake Remley, any thoughts about it? Yeah, I think uh, I think it serves as a reminder of hope and uh, just remembering that Jesus is still with us even into the new year. Um, I think our culture. Uh, it's so interesting. I was having a conversation with my friend, but our culture is like, oh my gosh, we're turning the page on the calendar, so everything's going to be great come 2021, throw 2020 behind. But uh, I think something that we need to remember is that we're still in a global pandemic. And so even though we might want to leave it in the past, it's still coming with us. Um, but in addition to that, the biggest reminder is that Christmas is still coming with us. Jesus is still here. He's with us. This this symbol of hope uh, in who he is is coming along into the new year with us too. Sure, I think we too for we sometimes forget we live in the global pandemic of sin, yeah. which also <laughs> kind of stays with us into the new year in a different form. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we're praying for that. Uh, <laughs> Emily, anything you want to add to it? Um, yeah. So, so I think this year for Christmas specifically, 
Um, I was really clinging on to, uh, I was clinging on to how Christmas is the thing. Like it's, it's the thing that hasn't changed during a time that everything else changed. You could look forward to the fact that Christmas was coming regardless of everything else that might not have been. And so for me, I was able to really focus on the true meaning of Christmas this year and not get distracted by the gifts or the the parties or, or all of those things because they just weren't happening. And so um, I was able to reflect a lot this year specifically on Jesus's birth and what that means and how great that is and how true that is and how it's it's constant. Um, and so I don't know. I think I'm certainly going to take that into the new year because it was so heavy on my mind and on my heart this year specifically um, without getting distracted by all of the worldly things that Christmas is. Yeah, we've had, an, uh, there are always oftentimes unintended consequences to most things. And uh, in the disappointments of our Christmas celebration, there are this little silver lining that says, mm-hmm. this is this is the thing we got, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's change gears just a little bit. Um, and maybe if you're not used to doing this at home, uh, we're going to give you a little uh, a process to do at home that's kind of helpful. So what I want to do, though, is I want to ask the group... Um, What's your high and your low? This is a huge question, right? What's your <laughs> high and your low for 2020? Uh, and it's, you can't really just throw the <laughs> pandemic in there. So um, let let's talk about let's talk about lows before we talk about highs. Blake, yeah. what about a low for 2020? Yeah. So uh, Emily and I moved here in January, so it's almost been a year. Uh, and then I think it was six or seven weeks from when we moved here everything just stopped. Uh, So a low for me uh, has been the lack of young adult community. Um, I don't think that we've really found uh, some local friends, if you will. Um, So uh, I don't, I don't know why that is. I think it's because it's, there's, there's been a lack of social gatherings and social events and um, not calling you guys old, but uh, our age, nice. we, <laughs> our age, uh, that's, that's kind of how we connect. That's how we get together. So we just haven't had the opportunity to do that. So that's been the sure. low. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, what about for you? Well, he, uh, he kind of stole it. I think that, and just trying to re reconfigure different aspects of life when it comes to jobs and, and working and, um, purpose and identity. I feel like those things kind of flew out the window during 2020, um, which also relates to my high, but we're not there yet. So, sure. yeah. Well, and we appreciate that for the two of you, for sure. We, I think all of us at uh, Trinity and I know all of us on staff just felt bad that here you guys come waltzing <laughs> in the door in January. We're not, not, we're not saying we're blaming you for the pandemic, but uh, that That's made fine. it tough. Uh, Jeremy, what about a low for you? Uh, yeah, I think for me, um, the kind of the introverted nature of 2020 that I think, I think now I, I, um, I would choose to be home sometimes, uh, when I probably should be out because I'm just used to being home. Like there's, it's like you're turning into a little bit of a hermit, you know, because, because you can't go anywhere and do a lot of stuff. And so I found for a low for me is that, uh, times that I probably should be out or be with people that sometimes it's, I, you, you know, you just kind of like, oh, well, this is easier. This is cozy. I'm just going to stay here, you know. Sure, sure. What about uh, what about your high? Uh, well, high, you know, the high and low kind of go together for me in a way is, is that uh, the time with family. You know, we've got we've really had a, the ability to spend a lot of time together, and which I was going to say is a high and a low. But um, <laughs> uh, but truly, it's a high because we've really, you know, 
you know, COVID just wipes out your calendar, you know, options of things to do. And so all of a sudden you find yourself with just what uh, the things that are that are left are the things that kind of matter, right? And so um, you're left with family and be able to kind of engage them and spend time with them and get to know them again in, in different ways and, and uh, work through some, you know, issues of being together so much. Um, but it's, it's, that's been a high, I think, overall. Okay. Emily, you said your high and low are a little connected. Yeah. Um, I, I think kind of similar to that, just having more time to maybe reflect. I definitely spent a lot of time with God in, in good ways and bad ways. Um, I mean, spending time with God isn't bad, but uh, with frustrations and stuff and, and working through that. So that's been a high for me, having to slow down and and to really reflect and to pray and to talk to God about things that are good and things that are bad. Um, so that's been a high. Also a more tangible high, I think. Um, it just happened, but the Christmas Eve service here was a really big high for me um, because it brought me back to my childhood here and and remembering what Christmas feels like at Trinity specifically, but also just attending a church service and listening to the music and um, being here in this place on such a special day. That was a really big high that I'm excited to take into 2021. That's neat. And I appreciate your commentary on on slowing down. Um, it, it was forced for most of us, but uh, we live in a, a just a hyper, typically a hyperly hyper fast right. culture. So mm-hmm. appreciate that. What about you, uh, Blake? Yeah. So for me, the high uh, was definitely being able to put a pause on things. Um, it 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 really helped me to reflect um, just on different things in my life. Uh, so I'm not I'm not a guy that usually sets goals or has routines or habits. But then I picked up a book over the pandemic. And it was all about goals and habits and systems and, uh, and just how they're, they're really healthy things and we can have a healthy relationship with them. Uh, it's just a matter of how we put them into place. Um, so my high is that I was able to pause enough to where I could actually understand uh, how systems and goals and habits all have to do with um, not only our physical health, but our mental health too. Um, so I'm really hoping that that's something that I can continue into uh, 2021 and the rest of my life. Nice, nice. Let's close with this. Uh, but uh, number one thing that you feel like God taught you this year, and then we'll uh, we'll 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 throw it over into the new year and let people uh, go on their way. Number one thing that you feel like God taught you this year, and I'll let anybody start who wants to. Shoot, I've had the like biggest lesson in patience this year. Um, I don't know what it is, but I just have found myself over the past probably three, three, four years being just the most impatient person that I know. Uh, and it's not <laughs> even with little things, it's with my future. And so, uh, I just want to, there's, there's certain areas of life that I just want to, you know, get to already. And, uh, this year has, you know, helped me to just decompress like in addition with the pausing piece, but uh, God has helped me to see that he's going to take care of the timing and everything in my life. I just need to look to him and trust in him uh, that he has it all figured out. Cool. You yeah. Go ahead. Uh, um, I would say that mine's, again, similar, but mostly just a nice little slap in the face that God's in control. 
Um, I'm a planner. I love I love a good plan. I love to have control of my plan and to watch it come to fruition. Uh, but that didn't happen in most of my my attempted plans this year. And so I think that that was a really good reminder for me and a lesson um, that above all else, God's in control and, and he's the one that, that I need to put my trust in and in, in my purpose and my identity and, and all of those things need to go to him because my plans usually fail. <laughs> well, there's an old saying, okay. right, that if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, That's right? true. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Jeremy, I'm going to give you the last word, and then we'll throw it over to the folks. Sure. Uh, I would say, for me, it's just uh, God's faithfulness, that he's the kind of the constant, the unchanging uh, piece of, of 2020. And uh, not, not that he can't do things off script if he wants to, right? But he's pretty predictable. We, can, we know what to expect with him as far as um, what his, uh, maybe what his expectations of us are and what we should be, you know, uh, doing and, and, and that. And so uh, I love that his faithfulness has remained throughout 2020. That's awesome. Well, folks, uh, that's it for uh, the Advent Christmas season, at least in terms of crosstalk. Uh, That's it for the year 2020. So we will see you in the new year, and we pray God's blessings on each of you. 